Podiums, an audio exploration of climbing World Cups from previous years and previous eras. I'm your host, John Bergman. I'm glad you're here. Let's talk some comp climbing. everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Past Podiums. We are in the, well, I was going to say we're in the middle. We're actually nearing the end of the 2016 Boulder World Cup circuit. Brief recap here. In the women's division, this season, it has largely been all about Shauna Coxie. She won the first three events of this 2016 season. She had some struggles in India And then she surged back to win in Innsbruck, which we chronicled. So let's see if she can continue to add to what is already a legendary 2016 season. In the men's division, there hasn't been one single person who's been quite as dominant or even not even close to being as dominant as Shauna Coxie has been in the women's division. But in the men's division, we've seen uh, Alexei Rubstov and Rustam Gelmanov. Both of them had some early golden moments. We've seen Kokoro Fuji uh, and Tomoa Narasaki. Both of them traded some wins. And we saw Jongwon Chan recently. He rose above all the rest to, to kind of emerge as a a major name for this season. So there's a lot of intrigue in the men's division too. It's just totally different type of intrigue than in the women's division. For today's episode, we are back in Vail, Colorado. We're familiar with this location at this point. It's been on every previous season that we've covered for these past podium shows. Once again, the World Cup for this year was part of the Mountain Games This was actually the 15th year uh, for the Mountain Games Festival in 2016. And as has become something of a tradition on these Vale episodes, I looked up the musical acts that played at the Mountain Festival this year. I couldn't find a ton of information, but I did see that two of the musical acts were Bonfire Dub and Stephen Marley. And this is kind of cool. There's you can find performances from this 2016 Mountain Games, uh, musical performances, on YouTube. It's, I guess they did this series called the Jam in the Van Sessions. So if you just type in the 2016 Mountain Games, Jam in the Van, all that stuff, you can, uh, you can check out the music if you want. Anyway, on to the bouldering. The final round was on June 11th, 2016. The live stream begins with... Charlie Bosco, he's been a mainstay so far. He's again in the commentary booth, and he's joined by American Kyra Condi. That's kind of a cool coincidence uh, to have Kyra on the call, since I talked previously about how this 2016 year was historic for climbing in regards to its Olympic inclusion. And, of course, Kyra would be a future... Olympian for for climbing. So just, yeah, just a fun little, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, coincidence, Easter egg, historical nugget, 
whatever you want to say. It's nice having her on the call here. We get the typical brief rundown of Vale as a town and the GoPro Mountain Games. We basically, at this point, we we all know the gist of this, the different sports. There's kayaking, there's slacklining, etc., etc. And then we get some good shots of the crowd and the bouldering finalists come out on the mats. So, let's list them here. In the men's division, the six finalists are Sean McCall of Canada, Rustam Gelmanov of Russia, string of competitors from Japan here, Yoshiyuki Ogata of Japan, Tomoe Narasaki of Japan, and Kokoro Fuji of Japan. And last but not least, Alexei Rupstov of Russia. The six finalists in the women's division are Shauna Coxie of Great Britain, Melissa Leneve of France, Anna Storr of Austria, Megan Mascarenas of the USA, Alex Puccio of the USA, and Miho Tanaka of Japan. And as the competitors are previewing the bowlers, Charlie Bosco asks Kyra Condi whether she likes sharing beta with other competitors during the observation period. Now, I thought Kyra would just say something simple like, oh yeah, absolutely, I love Sharon Beta. But she gives a more nuanced answer. She says, quote, it depends on who is in the finals. I usually talk it through with somebody. If I spot something that I think is really key, I might keep it to myself. So good insight. Just nice honesty there from Kyra Condi. I thought that was really neat. The boulders look good. They look really physical. Looks like it's going to be a fun set. So let's get into it. Boulder one, for the men, they have to pop up and mantle onto a big green volume and then stand up on the volume and jump to the top. Sean McCall is out first to climb. He takes the clock down to the buzzer, and since we are still in the four-minute-plus era, he's allowed to stay on the wall and, and stay in his attempt until he falls. So he gets the crowd going. He, he waves his hand a little bit while he's on the wall asking for, for some applause, for some hype. The crowd indulges him. He sets up for that upward launch, uh, but he cannot secure the top. It's a real heartbreaker. He actually gets both of his hands on that top hold, but it looks to be pretty slopey. There's some chalk on it, so he can't secure it. Turns out most of the other men can't top this boulder either. Everyone comes out, gets to the zone, but only Kokoro Fuji can secure the grip on that top hold. He flashes this boulder, early strong statement from Kokoro Fuji in the men's division. For the women, the first boulder is a press on a pair of big spherical volumes, and then it goes up into a, another pair of spheres, spherical volumes. Shauna Coxie starts things out. She makes really speedy work of this. She gets a flash. Then most of the other women come out and top it too. It also gets flashed, though, by Megan Mascarenas and Miho Nanaka. So good start there from Shauna, from Megan, from Miho. We'll see what happens between the three of them. Boulder 2. The men's is a pair of huge black slices, big black volumes. They're kind of angled together, and then higher up on the wall, there's another big slice-shaped volume that's more horizontal in its positioning. 
and the competitors they kind of reach up and stick a thummy overhead press into that horizontal slice steep overhang to this boulder too sean mccall gives it a really good go he actually throws in a nice inside flag that kyra condi on commentary compliments but sean cannot top it turns out nobody else can either everyone comes out they can get to the zone nobody gets the send on this men's boulder for the women too their second boulder is pretty tough there's some complex beta in it as well. It starts on some low pinches, and it's got a real big dyno onto a pair of stacked white like half spheres that when they're put together, they kind of form this big circular dish-like feature. Shauna Coxie flashes this boulder, but it stumps most of the other women. Melissa Laneve gets a top after a few attempts, but... Megan Mascarenas, she comes out and she flashes it as well. So those flashes by Shauna Coxie and Megan Mascarenas on this boulder in particular make you think that maybe there's a little bit of a battle brewing between the two of them. It's really exciting stuff. As a midpoint score check like we do, it is indeed who we just said, Megan Mascarenas and Shauna Coxie. They're leading the way for the women. They're kind of edged a little bit ahead of Miho Nanaka. So it's it's Shauna and Megan neck and neck in a flash battle. Both of them having flashed all the boulders so far in the women's division. And in the men's division, it's all Kokoro Fuji. The second boulder was a dud, but the first boulder... The first boulder was almost a dud, but Kokoro, since he did flash it, he can lean heavily on that flash to take a pretty substantial lead. The crowd, though, too, is kind of leaning on Kokoro's flash of that boulder, frankly, because there haven't been a lot of sends for the audience to cheer about in the men's division. Let's hope things pick up in the second half of the round. Here we go. Boulder three. Charlie Bosco says that this third men's boulder has the potential to be the most entertaining boulder that we've seen for a while. It's high, high praise, high expectations set there from Charlie. But right away, Sean McCall comes out, he gives it a quick attempt, and we see just why Charlie Bosco was hyping this thing up so much. The boulder is... Whew, okay, so it starts with a, a low dyno. A dyno into a double outward press. So the men are pressing each arm onto a parallel blue volume, parallel long pillar. So there, there are these two parallel pillars. Then the competitors kind of get snug in between those two pillars until they are literally horizontal between between those two big pillars. It, 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 it's really a sight to see. And uh, so Sean McCall, he works up, he gets the dyno, he works into that horizontal position, and then he gets up, so he's standing on the pillars. He's smearing his feet, one against each of the, the volumes. The crowd's going wild. And then he gets into more of a dihedral. He takes a second there to just get his bearings. He's ready to launch for the top. He jumps. Big moment. Uh, he can't quite snag the top. Great show, though. We see some variation in that beta, as you would imagine, because it's so complex and the boulder is so long as the other competitors come out 
but they are able to top it, at least some of them. We get flashes from Tomoa Narasaki, Alexei Rubstov, and Yoshiyuki Okada. So, <laughs> need to catch our breath after watching that one. The women, switching gears, the women are on a slab for their third boulder. It's a, it's a jumpy slab. It has a, a leaping first move, and then it's got a really reachy midsection. So, there, there are some dynamic parts to it. Everyone gets shut down on it, except Megan Mascarenas. It's really impressive, and it becomes really evident on this boulder how Megan just flows through some of the moves. And particularly here, there are some palmy slopers in the middle of this this third boulder that the other women just really struggle on, and it doesn't seem to trouble Megan at all. It just seems like Megan Mascarenas, not only on this block, on every block we've seen so far, she's just on a different level than everyone else on this particular day in this particular round. Boulder four. The men are on a batch of black scoopy flat hold volumes and there's some slopey volumes mixed in there too. Unfortunately, nobody can top this one. A couple guys get to the zone, but overall, I think everyone's just too drained to crank on really unforgiving scoops at this point. Maybe the skin's pretty ragged as well. So that's how the men go. The women are on a really steep overhang with some pyramid-shaped volumes. And we do see a couple tops. Sean Coxie and Anna Storr. However, Megan Mascarenas, she flashes it. It's just a a continuation of the dominance that we've seen from Megan from this entire round. And, and really, if you just look at this entire comp too, not just this final round, but look at, for example, the semifinals and the results there, uh, it's just Megan Mascarenas was, she was so in the zone on this day. So that's how things close. Let's look at the podiums. There were not a ton of tops in the men's division. But Kokoro Fuji did manage to send two of the boulders, so he takes the gold medal. Silver medal goes to Tomoa Narasaki, and the bronze medal goes to Alexei Rubstov. The women's podium, Megan Mascarenas. She wins it. She was the only woman to top everything, three of which, three of those tops were flashes. We have seen Megan Mascarenas in some final rounds so far, but... This round, this performance, it really felt like her big breakout instance. Shauna Coxie takes the silver medal. She topped three of the boulders. And Anna Storr takes the bronze. She topped two of the boulders. To close, I highly recommend anyone who likes the history of the World Cup scene, anybody who likes the American comp scene, Go back and watch this event, watch this final round, and see what a force of nature Megan Mascarenas was. I remember, it when you watched this in real time, it really felt like Megan Mascarenas was going to be the, the next massive name on the World Cup circuit. I mean, you had Shauna Coxie looking so impressive throughout so much of this season, and Megan Mascarenas just comes out and... And just significantly surpasses Shauna in this particular competition. Now, time will tell in these past podium episodes 
whether it turns out to be true that Megan Mascarenas remains a massive name or the next massive name on the World Cup circuit. We'll see. But for now, go back, just watch her flashes on the first, second, and the fourth boulder. Maybe watch how some of the other women climb those or attempt those and, and struggle a bit on the moves, contrasted with how Megan just seems to be on cruise control, really through the toughest sequences of this round. Aside from spotlighting Megan Mascarenas' performance, check out Sean McCall's first attempt on Boulder 3, that one that Charlie Bosco said was going to be the most entertaining we've seen. Sean McCall's attempt is right around the 1 hour and 18 minute mark, give or take a few seconds in the live stream. It doesn't result in a top from Sean McCall, but you'll see you'll see that wow factor, the entertainment factor of this boulder. It's just quite an expedition through that that the initial dyno into the outward press, the double outward press on those pillars, through the horizontal body positioning and then on that climactic dyno for the top. So Check it out. That is all for now. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out. We'll be back for another episode soon, getting ready to conclude the 2016 Boulder World Cup season. See you then. Real quick before we get out of here, thanks again for listening. Also, thanks to Audio Coffee for doing the music. And if you want to go back and watch the round that we just talked about, you can find it on the International Federation of Sport Climbing YouTube channel. See you next time.